welcome to the Mindset Mashup. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, TV host on Extra, master brand strategist, author on gratitude, and co-founder of Mindset Programs. And I dig deep to bring you closer to your best life in this lively, unfiltered, and heart-centered podcast. The Mindset Mashup is a compilation of real talks focused on epic mindset rituals and routines to help you get after your passion and potential. Tune in each Monday for inspirational guests who reveal their mindset must to help you optimize what matters most, self-love, impact, fulfillment. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Mindset Mashup. I just had this great conversation with Preston Smiles. And then, of course, I had to hop on and give a proper intro because we dove in so fast, so deep. You're going to love this talk. And I'm just sitting here smiling. It's gorgeous. It's it's the middle of October in real time. And this probably will come out in November. But October is my favorite month. It's like 68 degrees and sunny outside. I live just a few blocks from the beach in Santa Monica. And I'm just thinking, wow. You know, this is my life. This is my life. I get to have conversations with people like Preston Smiles today. And I get to hopefully make a difference in your life because you hear something that really resonates and you can apply it to your life and and elevate any area, right? Your health, your wealth, your relationships, but ultimately that's all mindset. And it's just so wonderful. And so before we dive in. I want to give a little background on Preston because he mentions toward the end of his conversation that he feels like he hasn't even gotten started really or that he's a, you know a, about to make his big breakthrough. And I'm telling you, he doesn't know it because he's in it, but he already has. I mean, he's just so incredibly inspiring. And let me just, just give you the reasons why and all the examples uh, to back that up. All right. As a leading force in the New Thought Leader movement, Preston Smiles is hitting new heights and blazing trails both internationally and in his home country of the U.S. Preston is determined to spread love across the globe by teaching the vital importance of living your truth to as many people as possible. Preston is a highly sought-after speaker, having shared the stage with the brilliant minds of Jack Canfield, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Lewis Howes, and that's just in 2018 alone. Preston's achievements have landed him in and on the cover of Millennial Magazine and Inspired Coach Magazine. He's also been featured on Origin Magazine, Cosmopolitan, LA Weekly, and Los Angeles Magazine. You can hear Preston on the top-rated podcasts such as mine, of course, The Mindset Mashup, The School of Greatness, Impact Theory, The Rich Roll Podcast, Addicted to Success, and many more. After becoming the best-selling author of Love Louder, 33 Ways to Amplify Your Life, and Now or Never, Your Epic Life in Five Steps, Preston founded the Stretch 22 and Man Cave programs as a way to offer the seekers of the world an opportunity to expand by joining a like-minded community. Preston's ability to disrupt social patterns and teach individuals of all ages and cultures how to connect with their authentic selves is changing the way humans exist as a species. Preston's millions of followers over YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram return daily to get their dose of the exclusive blend of urban mystic, Afro-amazing surfer, fashion guru, and truth teller that only he can offer. But what they really can't get enough of is the intimate peek inside Preston's personal life with his beautiful wife, Alexi Panos, and precious baby boy, Kingston Raw. To see someone expose themselves to the depth that Preston does with his audience proves that vulnerability is the ultimate form of strength. And we have a conversation that really unpacks so much of what I just said in this next hour. So I know you're going to love it. Get ready. Ah, oh, I want to say, you know, pop the popcorn, but you don't need it. Pop the uh, tofu uh, <laughs> pad thai. And um, oh my gosh, guys, enjoy. All right, here we go. Super excited about my next guest. Oh my gosh, Preston Smiles. Welcome to the Mindset Mashup. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) I can't be more thrilled because this feels like a real full circle moment for me. I want to explain that to you and to my listeners. 
Number one is this podcast, and most of my listeners know now, was completely inspired by an event called Date with Destiny that I attended in December. And one of the people that I met day one who gave me access to like a front row center seat, which wasn't too shabby, very meant to be, was now I consider him a dear friend by the name of Zach Lancet. And Zach, you're going to die, Preston, that day said to me, you've got to meet my friends, Preston and Alexi. They live in LA. I need to connect the two of you. Anyway, it it didn't happen, not because there wasn't effort. We just, you know how life happens. But fast forward to, I'm at the Evercoach Summit, which was this incredible event like six weeks ago here in LA. And I look at the list of speakers and you are going to be on stage. And I'm like, this is a full circle moment. Now to have you here at the podcast, I'm just really honored because I was blown away by your speech. I think that's what you would call it <laughs> at Evercoach. And I have been following you and your wife and your baby and your, I mean, everything on social media. So I'm really honored that you're here. So thank you. Absolutely. That's a beautiful. <laughs> Don't you love when life does that? It's one of those things that happens when we get out of our own way. We take two steps. The universe takes 222. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love that. Say that again. (laughs) Tweet, 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 tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's just important. You know, that's a principle I've been living from my whole life. Well, not my whole life. I'll say since I've Mm. come to understand that there are certain distinctions and principles that if enacted, can really change your whole perspective and life. And one of them is is that when you take two steps, the universe takes 220, 200, and whatever you want to put, <laughs> number you want to put there. The point 10X, is, is 100X. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. And I've been saying that since day one of this podcast, but I really believe more than ever, especially since I was scared to launch this and, mm-hmm. you know, and what would people think and who do I think I am and all that other bullshit. And when I was like, wait a second. If this downloaded to me is an inspired idea, then there will be the right resources, support, connections, opportunities. Everything will work itself out. Yep. And then what I realized is, is the hardest part is taking that first step. Indeed. You know? And so what you just said, like, literally is the whole conversation in a nutshell. So thank you very much. You're on with your day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Because that's the biggest mindset, I think, hack. And I don't really use that word a lot. But if people could get underneath that principle that you just said, everything in life would be revealed in terms of such ease and grace. You don't have to struggle when you just take a step forward. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Yes. Yes and yes. (laughs) I'll say the caveat to that is I actually really appreciate the struggle. Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate it from the standpoint of like uh, wallowing in it. But I I, I do like, you know, whenever, even in my relationship with Alexi, whenever we hit, you know, what seems to be a wall, that is literally a setup for our biggest breakthrough. And I know it every time, even when I'm in my ego and I'm blaming her and she's blaming me, mm-hmm. there's always this like, okay, so here's our, here's where, here's the line where our comfort ends. And now we're in this space where we're in the unknown. We're in uncharted territory in our relationship or in my business or in my coaching practice, in my life and my whatever, right? Whenever that comes up for me, there's this like celebration that happens because I have a different relationship with what we would call success and failure. And so for me, I know there is no such thing as failure. And therefore I'm going to probably learn and grow from whatever has me deeply uncomfortable, which is usually just the ego mind, the wounded ego mind, trying to talk me out of something because it wants to keep me safe. Oh, there's so much to unpack right there. I (laughs) love it. Let's just dive in deep and narrow. I love it. How do you approach those conversations? Because it's the unknown, so you don't know how to do it. It's unfamiliar territory. And then you got to quell the ego, which is like, dude, you should have this figured out by now. Like, you're a grown-ass man. Like, you're a millionaire. Like, you're impacting millions of lives. This is what you teach. You don't know how to do this. So how do you you know, approach that conversation with the woman of your dreams, your wife, and really wanting to care for the breakthrough in advance because you're already anticipating it. I'd say that, the, you know, the most important conversation I ever have is the one with myself hmm. pre- previous to having one with her or with my, you know, employees or hmm. business partners or you name it, right? So it's the internal conversation that, that precedes the external conversation. And the internal conversation I have quite often is one of, I disassociate from the wounded ego self. Mm. So I, I, I recognize that 
you know, I've been through quite a, you know, a litany of traumas in my life, as has everyone else, whether they're aware of it or not. And I know that those traumas have shaped how I view the world. They, mm. they are a part of the, you know, sort of mental tapestry that is how I operate in the world. And I also know that they are not true with a capital T. They're true with a lowercase t in the sense that maybe they happened, but they are not the truth of me. The truth of me is that I am a unique emanation of the most high. The truth of me is that I am pure, unadulterated love in, 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 in a physical manifestation called Preston. And understanding that the game I play with myself is one of disassociation where I'll go, okay, I see you. I hear you and fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry if I just cursed. No, it's, it's all good. You need to bleep that out. But nope. That's actually the conversation I have. It's like, ah, there you go. You're trying to sabotage me. You're trying to tell me I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. The one that comes up quite a bit for me. And for instance, we just moved into a new neighborhood. And Congrats. Thank you. Are and you this, still in Venice? No, we're in a place called Playa Vista. Oh, it's awesome. I love Playa. Yes. And this neighborhood, I would say, you know, not that I'm, I'll say this. It is probably 98% Caucasian. I was and just going to say toeheads. Yes. And, and <laughs> I happen to be a sexy chocolate drop. And, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and, and there's an internal conversation, no matter, and you know, you mentioned it before, you know, I'm, I'm proud to call myself a millionaire because nobody in my family has ever done that. Right. Mm. But no matter how much money we get, no matter how many accolades we get, it, the, the internal wounding that we received as a child will show up. That is a part of our dharma. And here I am moving into a new neighborhood, unpacking boxes and moving stuff in the house. And I can't help but notice how the neighbors are perceiving me. You know, And some of that may be just placebo. I'm making up a story about how they're perceiving me. But it, I'm, I notice the, the wounded self saying, you don't fit in. Mm. You don't fit in. This isn't your place. These aren't your people. And then what I do with that conversation is, is, ah, I see you, I hear you, and fuck you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like this disassociation. I, I know that's not the real me. That's not the, the capital R, real me. That's the lowercase. That's the, the little guy that was wounded. That's the guy that was called a nigger thousands mm-hmm. of times in, in Louisiana when I lived there and other parts of my, you know, my, my journey. And all of that is not here in the now moment. In the now moment, there is only God, there is only good, there is only love. And now the conversation we all get to have with ourselves is how willing am I to receive that love? Am I willing to receive that universal intelligence, God, Jesusness, whatever you want to call it? It's always here. It's not a matter of becoming. It's a matter of revealing. Mm. And so I'm in that revealing conversation on a day-to-day basis, moment-to-moment basis in such a way that it fills my cup and my cup is so damn full that I can give from the overflow. Mm, that's beautiful. My goodness. You are reminding me so much of Reverend Michael Beckwith. Have mm-hmm. you ever gone to Agape? He is my mentor. He married my wife <laughs> and I. Oh my God. Uh, that's <laughs> hilarious. I, yeah. I, you said the divine most high, a divine yes. emanation <laughs> of the most high, universal intelligence. So I was an Agape goer and ran multiple ministries for Reverend Michael oh. for 18 years. Whoa. Okay. I know that seems impossible because I look like I'm 12, but you still. Do. Yeah. Well, but but I found him when I was like 20 years old and it was another universe for me to have someone say things that I thought were true with a yes. capital T, but yes. I hadn't really ever studied that or learned that in the various quote churches that I had been to. Mm-hmm. And so here he was spouting something that every cell in my, as he would say, the fiber of my being yes. resonated with as capital truth. Yes. Wow. That's so cool. I love you even more right now, <laughs> but, but I, I hear you. And that's a universal, in my opinion, truth. And when you're leading from that space, you can approach conversations that are scary and unknown and unfamiliar because you, as you said, you disassociate from the wounded ego. But see, that requires a level of self-awareness that, that not everyone has. How did you get here, Preston? 
That's yeah. a loaded question. Loaded I know question, because yeah. you just said so much just to play fair. You're like, I'm the first millionaire in the family. Yes. Like <laughs> I've got, you know, decades of, of a story that says that I don't belong. And thank God, because you have to lead, right? You do belong everywhere because we are all one. Indeed. Now we're really going there. Like this yeah. has turned into a whole, <laughs> uh, I love it though, because this is, see, and I was just, as you were talking, I kind of teared up and then I got the chills and then I was like smiling. And I'm like, oh my God, all this emotion. It's so amazing. How did you get? Get here, like who inspired you originally to even begin to dive into this kind of mindset? As we know, wisdom is passed up and down, and sometimes wisdom comes in strange packages. Mm. And one of <laughs> the most beautiful moments of my life was also one of the scariest moments of my life when I was 25 years old, sitting across from a cardiologist who I had been seeing for a couple weeks based on some heart stuff that was coming up. And, you know, he basically explained that I had fungus on my heart. And because some many people in my family have died from heart disease and heart failure and all that stuff, that he was going to be giving me some pills to take for the rest of my life. He asked me two questions that changed everything. The first question was, what are your stress levels like? And at 25 years young, I didn't even have a clue what stress meant. Like I didn't, I didn't, I never had looked that up in the dictionary. Like, <laughs> But when I explained some of my life and what I had been up against and holding, he said, young man, you're severely stressed out. Mm. And he said, how long have you been you know, thinking these thoughts? And I said, well, my whole life, I have some family members who are, you know, have a sickness where they are hooked on some particular drugs. And I made up a story that in order to save them, I need to make it as an actor or a model or something in order to not have them overdose and die. And so, so much pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That's yeah. like, yeah, I look at it now. I'm like, wow. It was life, life or death stress that you were unaware of that was running you every single minute. Every minute. Wow. Every. So, so that was one. And then two, he said, what's your diet like? And I said, well, I eat food. And he said, tell me about food. <laughs> and I said, well, food is McDonald's, Burger King, Jack in a Box, beer, weed, sloppy joes, lots of cheese. Like yeah. I was just, just everything that we as Americans eat. I was like mm -hmm. Reese's Pieces, you know, all that stuff. And he said, well, okay, well, that's not food. And I said, well, what are you talking about? It's not food. Of course it's food. It's on the commercials. My family eats it. My Everybody I know, everyone I know eats this food. And this is, you know, you have to imagine I'm 38 right now. And this is, I'm 25 having this conversation. So this is before, you know, everything was organic and we talk about this kind of stuff. This, none of this was popular at that mm -hmm. And so what a great doctor, by the way. Oh my God. This is why when you said, you know, sometimes they show up in strange yes. packages, right? Yes. Or unknown, but it's like if we just keep our minds and our hearts open, yes. there's a there's a gift and a lesson everywhere. Present. Everywhere. Yes. 100%. Oh, I love it. So this guy, he told me, I'm gonna give you pills. And he mm. said, and this is the clincher, and this is what makes it so beautiful. He said, you know, as a doctor, I have to give you these, and you're you're essentially supposed to take them forever and we'll we'll be in touch. He said, but as a, as a concerned citizen and as a father myself, I suggest that you look into your stress levels and what you're putting into your body because mm. the stuff you told me you eat and have been eating since a child is actually not food. And mm. it rocked my world. It rocked my world because I didn't want to die. You know, you can, mess up with, you can mess with everything else but a heart. The heart, if that goes, you're done. Right. So I made drastic changes. I became an angry vegan. <laughs> what, what, how does someone qualify as an angry vegan? I think I know, but I want to hear it from you. <laughs> I definitely. I do. love it. You're laughing hysterically as you're saying that you're an angry vegan. But oh, there, yeah. I know. I live in LA. I mean, come on. Yep. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah, I I wouldn't consider myself that now. That's what I became in that moment. Yeah. That's what I labeled myself as. Yeah. However, <laughs> you know, I became I was that guy that that went back home and tried to convert everybody he mm -hmm. knew to stop eating what they were eating and preaching. And yes, and mm -hmm. you need to be juicing and how dare you? And I was mad at my parents and I was mad at the world and I was mad at the government and I was mad at white people and I was mad at everybody. And there was a point with all of this where the secret came out that same year and my girlfriend- The secret as in the film. The film, yes. Yeah. And then my girlfriend's mother, she, she heard about it and she said, listen, I know you have, you're dyslexic and you don't read. However, I just got this book called Ask and It Is Given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. Mm. And I think that this would be really helpful 
And I remember reading that book because I was so desperate. I, I got it and I read maybe the first five pages. And in there, it said, your thoughts become things and you create your own reality. Mm. And I remember dropping the book mm. and I was like, what the hell is that? I have never, I have a master's degree and I have never, ever heard that statement ever in my life. Wow. No one talks like that. No one says that. Where is that in school? Where is that in undergrad? Your thoughts become things and you create your own reality. Where is that? No one talks like that. And it like, it threw me for a loop in the best way because then I started going, okay, well, what else is out there? I watched every conspiracy theory movie you can imagine and <laughs> went down the rabbit hole and got to a point, the Buddha quote, you will not be punished for your anger, but by it really hit me. And, and that's when I made a huge transformation to understanding that love truly is all there is, was, and ever will be. And that underneath all of our stories that we have about each other, whether it be gay, straight, white, black, Christian, Muslim, underneath all of that is our truth, which is love. Mm. And that, that was the, the beginning of a hell of a journey to today. <laughs> wow. And how has your awakening impacted your relationship with your family? Oh my God. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're no longer preaching. Yes. Now, you know, you don't have to, to teach or say anything. You just embody, you just example, right? Exactly. So like, yeah. How has that shifted your world? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing back to it. It's not the mountain that we conquer, but the self. And mm. that's the same conversation as it pertains to your employees, your girlfriends, boyfriends, family, all of the above. It's not the, it's not them. Right? A lot of people are in this, this first stage to me conversation. You know, mm-hmm. Beckwith teaches there are four stages of consciousness, to me, mm-hmm. by me, through me, and as me. Mm-hmm. And most people are playing with that to me consciousness where it's, they are victims to their family and they're victims to the world. And when I had this realization that love is really our truth, I jumped to third stage, which is the through me. And I said, you know, let me be a vessel for God's love. Let me be the living embodiment of God's love in every moment that I possibly can. And Mm. just me being that, not even saying anything else, not judging them anymore, opened up a space and a portal for my whole family to become closer, not just to me, but to each other. We, we, we were this surface, like never talk about your problems kind of family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like nobody would mention the drug issues and the cheating and all the other stuff that happened that caused all these things. And then all of a sudden, when I made that shift, all of those things came to the surface to be healed, to be looked at, to be loved on. And we've never been closer. It's just ridiculous. Mm, and acceptance and mm. really just, just noticing that if, if love is pouring through you and as you, then that's all you see. You know, you see what you're looking for. Thoughts mm-hmm. become things. Yes. It's so beautiful. So was that the time that you moved to LA right after that? I had just moved to LA. So I was in Louisiana for eight years and I moved to LA when I was just turning 25 and that all happened at 25. And then by 27, that's when the YouTube channel and all of that sort of, the, I created something called the Love Mob, mm-hmm. which, you know, is organized acts of love. And we would do these giant flash mobs and these love-based events. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was stepping into my leadership. I wasn't, you know, here's the thing. And I want to say this. Sometimes the calling is birthed through a process. A lot of people are waiting to get tapped on the shoulder or kicked in the chest and like, you know, the clouds parted and I knew exactly what I was here to do. And for me, it, it has, and it's continuing to do the same thing right now. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it keeps revealing itself and unfolding as I keep saying yes to yep. that, which is calling me forward. And, you know, during that time, you, you could have never, you couldn't even paid me to believe that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> that was just extra. I was just doing that because I cared and because I loved people. And, and I felt like I had received this huge gift in being sick and, and that there were so many other people who didn't know that and that the portal and the, the way in was through love. Mm. So I just was giving for the sake of giving, not because I wanted anything back. There was no money involved. And I did that for seven years. I never received a penny for seven years. I just gave, 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 gave. And learned as you went yes. along the way <laughs> yes. how, to, how to get people to view it. But circling back to really what 
what might be referenced as a dark night of the soul, your whole health issues. After you changed your diet and started to lead with love, what happened with your heart issues? Ah, yes. (laughs) Wait, you can't leave us hanging. (laughs) Yes. Within a few months, actually, it all went away. Went away. I haven't taken taken a pill since. Fungus in the heart. Nope. Nope. I'm extremely healthy to the point where I actually reversed my aging in so many ways. That's Mm. why I have a beard right now because I look 12 otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) And people always do that. They're like, wait, you're 38? I'm like, yep. Well, you're also so joyful. I'll never forget Reverend Michael saying ladies in LA, especially he's like, if you want the latest, you know, treatment in terms of how to like restore youth, try some joy on. It helps, (laughs) you know, but it's true. And you radiate joy. I, I love this story. So when you first started the YouTube channel and the whole love mob, you know, movement, you were still aspiring to be an actor slash model, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, are you still doing that or is now are you 100% like new no. thought leader? Okay. Yes, 100%. I mean, you still are very hot. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> well, thank you. I, um, I received that. <laughs> very handsome man. And, but again, just lit up from within. And that's what's just very palpable about you. Extremely contagious. And I think draws people to you in a way that they might not even know why. It's like, I just need to be a part of his workshops, his programs, his seminars, his coaching, like whatever you guys have going on. And there's always so much. And I want to get to all of that. But I also want to just bridge the gap from seven years of, you know, generating no revenue, not monetizing all of it, truly coming from your heart. And that's how you were able to uncover your your mission, your purpose. You're like, wait a second. Now, did you ever struggle with... Ooh, can I monetize the mission or is that somehow a conflict? Uh, yes, that came up quite a bit because mm-hmm. here's the thing. There's two places that most coaches, most people in the world aren't willing to look. Mm-hmm. One is like deeply look. One is money. One, mm-hmm. The other is sex. These are two places that, you know, we just sort of skip around. Money, mm-hmm. the money conversation we glorify, but we don't really look at like the deep internal conversations that would block that circulation. Mm -hmm. And for me, I had huge blocks around it. And, you know, there was times where, and I'll just tell you a quick story. I, maybe three years ago, I was speaking on stage and I'm friends with, I've spent the night at with Jack Canfield and Mm -hmm. it was, it was Grant Cardone, Jack Canfield, Ty Lopez, Gary V, I think, was there. Wow, that what a lineup. Um, and Preston smiles. Exactly, exactly. Woo! And I had all this internal conversation where it's like, mm. nobody wants to see your skinny black ass. No, like there was all this like, this like, you're not enoughness coming up. Mm. And, you know, a lot of times we, we like to, and I, I say we, because I'm speaking about myself as well, compartmentalize our transformation. We like to put, you know, oh, this is over there and it's not affecting that. But my truth is that everything is touching everything. And yes. so anywhere where I've, I've betrayed the truth of my being, anywhere where I've disowned or turned my back on who and what I really am, which is pure love and abundance, sufficiency, that will affect everything else. Mm-hmm. And I began to notice that and made a decision. Every year I, I, I take one thing and go ridiculously hard at that thing. And so mm-hmm. one particular year, I decided that my whole, because everybody, not everybody, a lot of people know how to bake the pies. Not everybody knows how to sell the pies. Mm-hmm. And I started to look at like, okay, so what's the difference between somebody who's absolutely amazing, but has no audience, no money, and they're struggling to somebody who's, you know, good and, you know. But not great. But not great. Selling like crazy. Exactly. Which and is most of our... Industry. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And so I said, okay, well, you know, it's marketing, it's business, it's it's focus, right? Because what you focus on expands. So I've I've carefully not looked at my accounts, carefully not, you know, valued what I put into the world, you know, over and over again. And so I'm gonna reverse everything, everything that my ego, the the initial ego wants to do, I'm gonna do the opposite. So if it wants to just focus on more programs and more coaching and more books, then I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to focus on more business, more marketing, more understanding of the psychology that would have somebody say, yes, yes, I want to work with you. Yes, I want to lean in. Yes, I want to know more. What is that? And I began to sit in these questions and then question the answers 
over and over and over again. And, you know, as we just said, what you focus on expands, what you appreciate, appreciates. And so I began to see that I was no longer afraid of that conversation. And, you know, the moment we take the toxic fear out of our Mm. paradigms, we open ourselves up to new possibilities. And that has shifted and changed everything for me. And I highly suggest any coaches, anybody out there who's in the work, who also, you know, would like to receive value. I want to say two things. One, you are a burden to society when you are broke. Mm. And and I know I was, if Mm. anything would have happened, anything, my parents, family would have been paying for me. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, if anything happens to anyone in my immediate family, that's like 12 people, mm. I could easily take care of them for a year mm. and still not be hurting. Mm. Wow. And like, that's a big deal to me. Like, I don't have a fancy car. My friends, you know, who find out, they're like, wait, you, you still have this like <laughs> old Prius? <laughs> like, yes, I do. But because- wait, you live in LA. Prius is like the coolest car ever. <laughs> Yes, and Range Rovers and Ferraris are too. Yeah, but like that's not how you lead. No, exactly. I mean, and those things are great and they're toys and they're awesome and I'll have one or those things at some point. But for me, my value is like where I value money is different than most people. They just, they want to show it fast. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I'd rather just make sure that my family and myself is really good so Mm -hmm. I can then invest in other people and invest in myself and take time to go, like we're going to Australia on Saturday and mm. I'll go surfing and hanging out and I'll also do some work, yeah. all of the above. You You've know? got the bridge experience happening over there, right? We do. Yeah. That, and what is that? It is a two-day trauma-based personal development workshop. It is, it's just deep in. Mm-hmm. It's experiential work. It's designed to be a heart surgery. Oh, beautiful. Deep. Super deep. This yeah. is like for those of you who've done Landmark or yep, those kind of things, it's like that on crack. Oh, so. my, you know what? That's like like what I love. When will you do one in LA again? January. We have one coming up in January. All right. Well, most likely I will see you there. I mean, we'll make <laughs> sure that we put a link up to that in the show notes as well as everything else that's been listed. But I got to circle back to the room because our mutual friend, Lori Herter, always talks about, you know, how do we prepare for the rooms, you know, yes. and and finding our self-worth and, and quelling that inner critic or that person, you know, that whatever the, as you said, the, the wounded ego that would want to say that we aren't worthy to be on that same stage. So how did you connect the dots? How did you bridge back to your truth when you were in that room in that time three years ago? Yes, yes, yes. Every time I'm about to go on stage, anytime I do a podcast interview, anytime I do anything, I ask myself two questions. Who are you and what are you here for? Oh, beautiful. First question, first answer is love, pure love. And I beat my chest and I change my physiology. Mm. I change my breathing. I I get myself in state, if you may. Mm -hmm. The second question is I'm here to serve. Mm. And the moment it's that, it's no longer about me. It's no longer about the the kid that was placed in special education because that's what shows up. You know, I was about to go speak after John Asaroff. That's what it was. John Asaroff (laughs) goes before me and then it's me next. And this internal conversation of nobody wants to hear from you. Like they're, they're here for these superstars. Mm. That was the, the little boy that was put in special education. That's not the king that stands here today. And so <laughs> what I decided was to step into the king by asking myself two powerful questions. Who are you and what are you here for? Mm. And the moment I got to that second question, it's like game time. Mm. This isn't about me anymore. I am a vessel. Mm. Let me be used. Mm. Use me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Oh, I love it. It reminds me of seeing you at Evercoach Summit, which was this yes. epic, you know, what was it? I was there for two days. I think it was longer for, for others. Yes. Ajit Nawaka, who's the CEO and founder of Evercoach, he invited me fairly last minute. And because I'm local to LA, it was just an easy, easy yes. But out of, you know, what, a dozen epic, very, very well-known speakers, authors, and coaches, yours, for me, stood out. You were the first person that I approached. It's like, you've got to be on the podcast. It's like, first of all, there's a full circle moment happening. But you got on the stage and basically it was like, 
and, and you just, you were such a standout and you were the king. I mean, A, you know, you're a stunning physical presence, but you also got up there and you're like, guys, everyone's trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And I'll never forget. And I thought, I wonder if his talk is titled this. I have repeated it a hundred times, Preston. <laughs> You said, fuck the funnel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. I was like, this is so good. Everyone that I know is stressing out how to figure out, is it lead pages, click yes, funnels, is yes. it Kajabi, is it this, is it that? And you're like, fuck the funnels. And you're like, guys, let me just show you where I started. Yeah. And I remember the video that you showed. It was hilarious. <laughs> kind of like soft porn. Me, you know, I don't even know. And you're like, you know, lying on the beach, half naked, talking about how love is this, love is that. <laughs> with like crazy sexy music in the background but you're like if i can start there and be here and be a millionaire and i just signed on for a ninety thousand dollar a year mastermind because i'm going to take it to you know 10 figures this year and i was just like yes 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 he is like i was like your number one fan <laughs> but it was so visceral for me because i was like this is what people need to hear from people like you preston yes, first yes. of all you shared the story and i would love for you to share it here of the person that told you what do you yes. mean you want to like talk on love. Nobody's going to buy love. Can you share that story here? Because I feel like everybody's, they know what they really want to share, but they're like, what you just described three years ago before you stepped into who you really are. And you're like, oh, but do they really want to hear that? Is that yeah. really what I can trust? And then mm -hmm. once you step fully into it, of course, the whole world was was handed to you, not without struggle, which are gifts. And I totally appreciate that. The contrast shows us everything. Abraham Hicks always talks about that. Anyway, I just said so much. But yes, would you share that story about the person who ended up, you know, coming full circle with you? Because that's a great story. Yes, yes. I mean, you pretty much shared it. I'll do. I'll give you the cliff notes. It's, okay. it's essentially... And I struggle with time because I've been in this, I've been doing this for so long. But let's say that it was probably six years ago, five, okay. six years ago. Yeah. Where I, I decided to go with the business route, right? I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to figure this thing out. So I started looking up conferences for, you know, speaking. And, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of coaches come in and they're like, okay, we're looking for the boxes we fit into. So I looked up these conferences and one of them was in Houston and I flew to Houston. And I'm there and this guy's, you know, up on the stage and he does this section where he helps people out right there on the spot. And so I raised my hand, they hand me the microphone. He says, you know, what's your name? And I said, my name is Preston Smiles. And I believe that love is all there is, was, and ever will be. I created this thing called Love Mob. And I just want to talk about love. I think, I believe love is the, is the most important message we can ever share with anybody. And I think it needs to be spread everywhere. And he kind of stopped and everybody, some people like wanted to clap, but then like, it was just like awkward silence. He looked me up and down and he said, nobody will ever buy love. You need to be a peak performance speaker or a leadership speaker. Wow. And it, it, I was, I was deflated in that moment, like straight up, like, okay. And you know, I didn't want to like fight him back during, you know, or like say something. So I just took it on and I went back home. And I hired this coach and the guy was a part of that guy's crew. And he said, no, you're going to be America's number one self-esteem coach. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay. So I tried it on for maybe a couple weeks. And there was this point where I was like, nope, 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 nope. This does not feel good at all. This doesn't like, this doesn't feel in alignment at all. And so what I said is I made a pact with myself that if I was going to fail, if it wasn't going to work, it was going to be on my terms. And so I decided that I would just do what was on my heart, what was calling me forward, what was handwritten on my soul, mm. right? And, and I say that because all of us have some medicine on our souls that only we can share with the world. Yes. And so I said yes to that and I started doing my thing. And I believe it was maybe two years later, <laughs> this guy reaches out to me and he hires me. This is the guy from the stage. Right. He hires me to coach and teach him. And it was this beautiful <laughs> full circle moment because I was killing it. So and here's the thing, still to this day, I don't have any ads running. I don't have <laughs> anything. And I am able to, I've created a tribe of people who know that I truly care, that we care, that my yes. coaches care, that you know everybody in my programs, they know that we're actually there to really support them and not just sell them some more bullshit so that we can make money on their backs, which is right. what some of the industry is doing and it's unfortunate and you know everybody's doing the best they can and so you know that story is important 
and I don't share the guy's name because we're still friends yeah, and I still coach it's irrelevant. him. Yeah, it's yeah. irrelevant. He, he was another yes. teacher for you that came in a strange package. Yes. You know, I mean, there's a theme here. It's like, and, and like you said, and that's a very landmark forum statement, by the way, of where you're like, you know what? I just decided I would try it on. It's like, I'll just leave my opinion or my thoughts about okay. things at the door. And I'm just going to try this on. Maybe he's right. Maybe there's no market for love. Who am I thinking that I'm going to coach love? Let me just try this on. Hmm, self-esteem. What I love is that you, you, the king of reverse engineering, you reverse engineered self-esteem, yes. stayed, stayed true to what was imprinted on your soul, uh, to use some of your words. And the reverse engineer is like, well, when you come from love, doesn't that take care? Isn't that the antidote for anyone suffering from low self-esteem? Yep. You know, which is so beautiful. Ah, now for someone who's not tapped in, tuned on and turned on, as Reverend Michael would say, to their their love power on the daily, what are some mindset routines and rituals that help you get after it when you forget or when the wounded ego wants to come in and take over? There's a few. I was reading, there was a point when I was in practitioner school at a church called Guidance. And I remember reading Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. And there was, a, there was a quote in there that has changed my life forever. And mm. there's two quotes. So I'm, I'm telling this so I don't forget. So <laughs> one of them is to get your questions answered and your answers questioned. Now that, for me, anytime I think about that quote, and I bring oh, it up quite so a bit. Good. Wait, I had to think about that. And yes. I repeated it to myself twice. And I'm like, oh, that's a fun riddle. Yes. Like, oh, wait a second. Yes. In other words, okay, wait, no, I'm going to let you give us the other words. What, is, what does that mean for you? So what it means for me is, is I never stop at the initial thing. There you so, go. So, so like everything, everything that is, that's an of course for me, like some people, like if we can play this game right now, like so, so <laughs> we can do word association, like Asian people are. Right? So whatever that answer is, black people do. Black mm. people are. Whatever, the, whatever comes on the other side of that, instead of taking that for face value, we question it again. Right? It's like, is that true though? Right. So anything that comes through my space that doesn't feel in alignment, I, I question, question it again. It. Yeah. Is, is that true though? Is that, am I stopping at of course? Because this of course, nine out of 10 is not mine. Right? So there's, and we teach this in the bridge. Right? So there are four aspects to the human being. One, we are biological, right? So biofeedback, the, the body is a living library and it stores all traumas and everything else, right? Two, we are social and historical beings, which means we were born into beliefs and interpretations. And so a lot of us never question the beliefs and interpretations that we were born into. Mm-hmm. Right? There is, for most of my life, I had a belief that I was a sinner and that I was bad and I was fundamentally flawed. And you add that with, some of the other toxic shame of believing that my parents' divorce was about me and mm. all of the other stuff that I've been with in life. And that will create because everything is creative, right? So that was, that was creative in its very nature. And so instead of questioning that, most of us take things like that for face value. We take things like, oh, I'm bad at math. Well, are you? Mm-hmm. Let's take another look. Oh, I'm just not the communicative type. Do you know that for sure? Hmm. Right? So, so you get your questions answered and your answers questioned. I love that. Yep. And so then, good. What was the other one? The second one came from conversations with God. And this one has changed my life forever. And that is, you may not have what you want, but you may experience what you have. That, Ooh. I never forget that. Like I literally, that's on repeat inside of my consciousness. You can't, I can't have what I want. I can only experience what I currently have. And yes. so that is up to me. Right? It's up to you to decide to want yes. what you have. Yes. 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 It's like, okay, I can't have what I want, but I can experience what I have. Oh, yes. that is so good. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Okay. So, oh, so much going on here. So <laughs> you decide to monetize and to get out of your head around money. Cause you're like money and sex are the two things that people, anyone, yes. no matter if you're a burgeoning coach and don't even know it, or, yep. you know, any human living on the planet, people don't talk about those two things. And yet they're the two leading causes of divorce around the yep. world. Right. Yep. And they are the leading stress factors. And ultimately it's like a lack of fulfillment, but it's because we're not having honest conversations. Indeed. But so, Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So what do you think I mean by that? Well, uh, the honest conversations Mm -hmm. part 
I mean, uh, I'll say I, I don't want to perceive what you mean. I, I know what it meant for me. And that is yeah. a ruthless mentality around being transparent with yeah. oneself, right? This, this, I think a lot of us, you know, I, I have something called man cave. <laughs> I know I saw that program as well. We'll list them all. <laughs> There's yeah. so much goodness. One of the things that we notice in man cave is, is that, and this is stretch 22 as well. I, everybody I work with, we, we started with a contract of giving up a vice for the sake of something. Oh, and- cool. Real quick segue, because it's appropriate. So many of the testimonials on stretch 22, for example, which is a six month program, and we'll make sure that we list it, yes. that you guys facilitate. But there were so many wonderful testimonials of like, I quit smoking. I yes. lost 20 pounds. I finally got to the gym. I started yes. that business. I, I, you know, all these things that they had been putting off. And it was like one after another, it was like major life-changing giving yes. up of things. Yes. Awesome. Okay. That was a testimonial for you. Now continue. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And yeah, that's, I mean, awesome. I am, I receive that. Yes. And Mm. what's really awesome is my understanding of what works, what, what works for people to really get their lives, like to really step into their power. Mm. And there's no way to find that out except for to do it for yourself first. Yeah. Right. Cause we can talk about mindset hacks all freaking day, but Mm. the reality is, is until we actually believe it in ourselves, Mm. it doesn't mean shit. It's just information on a piece of paper or memorized information. And so fudge muffin, where was I just at? Oh, no. So it's okay. So in the man cave or, or yes. at the basis of each one of your programs, you yes. have them vow, make a contract to give up advice for 30 days. Yes. Which I think is so awesome. I think you said 30 days. No, no. It's six months for stretch and oh, three months right. for three months oh. for, for man cave. And the, the beauty of that. Mm. God, that's that, so good. Is that people start to realize how unwilling they have been to look at their own shit. Because the moment we take away the coffee, the pills, the porn, the masturbation, the sex, the whatever the thing is that you use as a way to distract from what's really there, the moment we take that away, all this stuff floods in. Hmm. And and, and the, the ego will tell you, well, if it floods in, then you may not be able to stop it. And so let's just keep avoiding. But the reality is, is that our job is to clean up our energetic palette so that we can be the space for Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Krishna, source energy to use us. And so we do these, these things. And, and then of course we don't just leave them at that. I have a lot that surrounds these people so that they, they have the, you know, the accountability and support to, to keep going. However, we do that coupled with these powerful distinctions and all of this stuff. And what happens is, is people begin to have fierce conversations with themselves. Mm, and awesome. the moment you have those kind of conversations with yourselves, it opens up space to have them with others. And it's not even necessary so many times because once you do the internal healing, you don't even have to go try to get somebody else to be different. They will, they will shift or leave your space once you step into your power. Oh, it is so true. This is like, you know, when we talk about ecosystem and people say, can you make someone change? And of course that seems like a, another riddle. And because most people say, <laughs> no, you can't make anyone change. It's like, actually what happens is that when you change, it looks like they changed, yes. right? And that's Reverend Michael teaches that too. And that's exactly what you're saying here. And it's so powerful. And if they don't, and it's no longer in alignment with your soul, because that chapter has completed for now, because I like to leave things open, yes. then then they won't be in your life and that's okay too. So in other words, you can totally let go and you can relax. Yes. Everything is going to be okay right now. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so good. I love what I, I think I read it on one of, uh, you have so many sites or well, one of the pieces <laughs> of your site. <laughs> I don't know where it was. Was it YouTube? Was it your website? But you said, so whether I'm, and I love that you speak in first person on your website or wherever this was. And you said, so whether I'm speaking, leading workshops, mm-hmm. writing books, or making conscious content through social media, it's all in all caps service of the same thing. All caps love. Yeah. And I'm just like, it is. And it's, you can feel it. It radiates from you and from what you're up to with your wife and your baby and traveling the world and making your impact on what will ultimately be billions of lives. What's so great is that you've got this universal brand 
that is who you truly are because you lived it. And now you're letting it download through you. Now, do you ever question, because you said you're about to level up and I know you are, you just committed financially, you invested to a whole new level of, of a network and peer group known as your mastermind. Whose is that, by the way? I could guess, but... Yeah, it's a gentleman by the name of Scott Olford. Okay, yep. I have a couple of friends who are going to be in that program with you. That's awesome. But you mentioned that you're about to take it to the next level. So what's lighting you up right now when it comes to the impact that you're about to make? You know, it's the details. Mm. It's, it's the details and also the understanding that within the details holds the space for more space. And so I have never known myself in business to have, quote unquote, time to just sit and be. Because I've been playing, I've been too busy in my business and not working on it. And as of the last, let's say, three to five months, it's just gone to a whole nother level and I've hired the right people. I have about 30 coaches that work under me and about five staff that two are, three are full-time. And it's, it's an interesting thing because we're all learning something new. You know, it's, I've, I'm, I've played the visionary and the integrator for a little too long and now I have to let go. And that's, that's a big thing in parenting. It's a big thing in relationship. It's a big thing in life in general is letting go and allowing other people to step into their own genius and being okay with things not being okay is what excites me. Like, you know, man cave, which is, it's one of the things, stretch and man cave are my two favorite things, right? Mm -hmm as far as that I have digitally. I, I wouldn't even actually enjoy one-on-one coaching as much as I enjoy those other two things. Mm-hmm. Do you still do one-on-one coaching? I do, but I make it you know, not easy. So right. it's, it's, not, it's not cheap. Right. No, I, I get it. And that, that's brilliant. Yeah. And so those two things really light me up for different reasons mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, Stretch is mainly women and Man mm-hmm. Cave is all men of different ages and sizes and all of the above. And so I'm, I'm straddling this beautiful fence where I get to hear how and what's showing up for women in their relationships and then coach men on the other side of, you know, what that looks like and how it's showing up in their space and vice versa. And all of that lights me up. You know, when I look at my life and my career right now, I don't believe I've blown up yet. And I feel that's coming. You're on the precipice. Yep. I feel it's coming. And, and that's a, it's an interesting thing to have hundreds of thousands of people following you and still don't feel like you've blown up, but that's exciting. And I want, <laughs> you know, I want more kids and all that stuff. It's like, mm. it's good. Yeah. It's so funny. I, I, I think you might experience this feeling right now, this anticipation and this enthusiasm for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling you're always going to be experiencing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic of being alive and feeling like you're really tuned in to your mission, which is yeah. how you're living daily, right? So the good news is, is that you can measure it by how you feel. And when you're feeling loving and spacious and continuing to let go, you know that you've arrived. Mm-hmm. And because the more that you lead, the more programs that you're going to structure, right? Like the more that you're out there living this world and allowing the contrast, the quote struggle to teach you, there's your growth factor, which is God so good. What are some of your daily routines and rituals that keep you tuned in that some of the listeners could, if they chose to apply to their lives right now? Absolutely. There's a few. One, I drink a lot of water. I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of us just don't realize how dehydrated we are. (laughs) So water Number two, I get into nature and play every single day, no matter where I am. It it, it could be freezing. It could be ridiculously hot. (laughs) I go skateboard. I run. I skip. I freaking cartwheel. I do something out in nature physically and mentally out of and away from a computer screen Mm -hmm. every single day. And then number three is I just don't take all of this too serious. Like there's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot of gray and, and I think that what opens the space up and a lot of us think that we just got to be serious and we got to be on it all the time in order to be like Gary Vee. And yeah. <laughs> you never sleep. Yes. You have a full-time job. You work until midnight and you work weekends and yes. oh, I know. <laughs> but that, that only works for Gary Vee right. and, and for heart attacks and all that other stuff. <laughs> I think that we all get to lighten up, lighten up and have fun. 
you know, life is long and beautiful and it's also could be short in a, in a blink of an eye. And I think that none of us know when that time is coming. And so the best thing you could do is make sure that you're loving on the people you truly care about and taking care of what you can take care of. I love that. That's, that's how I roll on a day-to-day basis. Now, outside of that, I listen to and read. I, lead, I read at least 10 pages a day and I listen to probably an hour's worth of a audio book every single day. And what are you reading right now? Ooh, let's look. Uh, <laughs> so there is a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy, Ooh. which that's actually in my bag right now. Conversation with God is always on repeat. For business, there's two I'm listening to. One is Rocket Fuel, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And two is Expert Secrets by uh, Russell Brunson. Oh, cool. And what's the book, or I guess it could be on audio as well, but the, the one book that you've referred the most out you're like, you've got this one. And maybe you've already said it because it could be. I just said it. Conversations with God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know it was your favorite, but I didn't know if you had also like gifted it or recommended it the most, but that's so good. My friend, Eric Delabar wrote the screenplay for Conversations with God. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Also an agape guy. That's how we met. And we started our very, very first mastermind way back in the early 2000s because we all wanted to be published authors. Uh, and they were all agape people in 18 months later, four out of five of us were. It was kind of cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Actually, I just, yeah. And so I love Neil Donald Walsh and I've had a chance to meet him a few times. So yeah. that's that's epic. You may or may not know this, but I and I mentioned it before we hit record, but the whole point of me putting on the, the Mindset Mashup podcast is because I do believe that mindset is access to everything, right? It's the thoughts are things. I'm very much of asking it as given Abraham Hicks, you know, Ernest Holmes, Reverend Michael, Agape, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And And I just know that for me, at least, and there's a lot of different ways that anyone can get to where they need to be fulfilled. But for me, mindset is the beginning. It's like what I say to myself will be the access to, do I go to the gym or do I not? Do I eat the healthier food? Do I drink the water? Do I get in the nature? All the things that you just mentioned. But it's all for one reason. And it's because I think that I'm going to be more fulfilled if I do or don't do that thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why this is on here. And I bring in epic mindsets like yours. You're such a leading force of good, but how would you define fulfillment? Mm. I think for me, it's, it's where impact and income come together. And impact is so loaded that that could just be one by itself. It's so, it's so loaded. And I mean impact on myself. I mean impact on the planet. I mean impact on my family. I mean impact on you know what 10 generations from now says about who we were and how we showed up. I want to be a part of that conversation. I want them to mention my name 100 years from now and say that guy did everything he possibly could to remind us of our truth, to help us turn the ship when it was headed towards an iceberg. And so fulfillment for me is, in a word, it's alignment. Mm, So good. Alignment with? Mm, Source, God. (laughs) That that which is beyond my (laughs) human understanding. Mm, I love that. Aligning with your true power, your source, your higher self, the truth. Yes. That is so good. My goodness. Oh, I'm so excited that you came on. How can we reach you? For those who want to meet me at the bridge workshop. Well, now that I know it's not one of your top three. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, no, God, do I just go and stretch? I said digital. I said digital. Oh, you did. You're right. Because you like the in-person, just not as much as the one-on-one unless they're paying you really, really Exactly. Well. No, in-person, yeah. first of all, Bridge is Alexi and I. And that is a hell of a combination right there because yes. I'm pretty wild and crazy and she's a whole nother level and us two together you know we're creating something that will be sort of like landmark but better in my opinion oh my god the love legacy yes sorry (laughs) that's your legacy (laughs) i gotta have her on here by the way yes you do she's amazing Mm -hmm. and we will never even if we're high and we will and we're gonna do it next year we will never do those trainings without two trainers male and female Mm, perfect the polarity Yes, exactly. There is some magic that happens when two people who are both about their business and the work and understand what they're doing are training together. So Bridge is amazing. Yeah, you can find me at Preston Smiles on anything. We're definitely headed to Australia to do the bridge and then we're coming back in January to do it again. And I do suggest doing all of it. Why? Because none of these things are just about me by themselves. People come out of man cave and stretch and they're like, oh yeah, Preston was an extra. Like what we did and who we were surrounded by and the work that we did was 10 times 
more appealing. Some people come because of me and they, they stay because they see what it really is. And, you know, I would be an asshole if I made everything about me. It's not, you know, I don't have the, the answers to everything, but I, I am tapped into the source that does. Absolutely. Yes, you are. What you just said made me think of a new take on the phrase proximity is power. Yes. I feel like your workshops are more proximity and power. Yes. Right? Because they're around a whole different network that levels them up in every area of their life, financially, spiritually, energetically, mentally, emotionally, the whole thing. And then that's where, you know, they they gain access to their true power because they uncover all the bullshit of who they have, you know, become, but not who they really are. Yes. And that's just conditioning, habits, old bullshit rules, limiting beliefs, all that stuff. And there's a clearing, I'm I'm guessing, is that you guys co-create that's very powerful. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So who doesn't want to be a part of that? So we'll make sure that we put all of your platforms up. And this has just been such an amazing conversation. I feel like we really dug in and we got a glimpse, a Cliff Notes version of all the love and legacy that you're really out there, really showing us who we really are. Like you're a beautiful mirror and I can't thank you enough for your time today. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend and you can head on over to iTunes to leave me a review. That would be so appreciated. And of course, if you'd like to reach me directly with any comments, questions, or feedback, you can do so at themindsetmashup.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you. Mm-hmm.